Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a- another episode of First and Last, your favorite TV podcast of all time. My name is Josh. With me this week, we have Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What is up? Hello, good sirs. Hey, guys. How has everybody's week been? It's great. I'm here to talk about any topic you want to talk about. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yes. Little inside I... joke on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, it's good to know. It's good to know that you're open though, Joe, for anything. Um, you know, how do you feel about Pluto's status as not being a planet? Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, it's still Pluto's Ugh. still a special place to me, whether we call it a planet or just an asteroid. It's a special rock out there. Is it an asteroid now? Is that what it is? I don't. I guess I don't know the technical term. If it's not a planet, it's just a big does space it, rock. An asteroid um, revolves around the sun, still, right? So maybe it is an asteroid. I suppose. According to Wikipedia, Pluto is a dwarf planet. Hmm. All right. What what are examples of other dwarf planets? Is uh, it the sole I, dwarf planet? I think I could click on the dwarf planet link and let you know. I was just I was linked because it, it was discovered in 1930 uh, and declared the ninth planet, but then in the 1990s, its status as a planet was questioned. Um. So then it then it got reclassified as a dwarf planet. So I mean, you know, right. like a dwarf is still a human. It's just a dwarf human. Like I don't understand what the. I changed know, my mind. I don't want to talk about this. I'm not up. For <laughs> I'm not up for absolutely any topic. Just cool topics. Well, so I just assumed. I just assumed that we are going to watch a space show today. So I figured, why not? go that did i not go in the right direction because that... <laughs> well, it's because it's, it's a joe show i figured it no, would either I, I be spooky but we just had spooky month <laughs> or a uh, tgif <laughs> yeah network comedy that's that's yeah, kind of yeah. my zone that's fair enough well before we get into what show we are watching i guess joe what is this podcast for any newcomers besides your number one what is pluto podcast <laughs> Uh, it's first and last. So just like the name says, we take a TV show and only watch the first episode, first episode and the last episode, nothing in between, just straight from beginning to the end. And we make wild accusations about the show (laughs) based on limited information. This is accurate. We've said it from day one and we'll keep saying it. If you're watching the middle of a show, you're a sucker and you should stop. Yeah. Mm. Why waste your time? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I can. I, th- I think I stand behind that. <laughs> I'm still. I started up watching The Strain again during Spooky Month, and so now I'm like in season towards the end of season two. It's like, eh. <laughs> Have you been picking up The Strain like every October since we watched it like two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Basically? I just watch a handful every October. <laughs> One day I'll get through it. You might fit. Maybe, maybe before, like, you know, before coronavirus is over, you'll finish the strain because, you know, it's probably going to be around still next October. So, yeah, true. 
Uh, it's never going away. Um, well, Joe, it is your show this week, mm-hmm. so I guess you could tell us what show you picked. Everyone else knows already because they <laughs> can read titles. So. They're geniuses. Yeah. Uh, this week I picked a show called The Good Place. Oh, nice. Mm. So guys... I have a question. I have an immediate yeah. question for you. Why did you – did you say you were giving – You we have a text – thread obviously because we're we're best friends um and i think i thought you said that we were watching like clue the tv show and then i was like there's a clue tv show do i not know how to read i mean (laughs) yes and no i mean yeah i said uh i said i just picked a show and then i said clue colon then i said that the first episode is 23 minutes and the last episode is 53 Oh, That's, I thought you said I clue. picked a. Sh- I thought I you said I picked a show Clue. <laughs> then the first episode of Clue is twenty three minutes. The last the punctuation. episode. I don't think I see punctuation. <laughs> You're like uh, Christopher Walken. I think it's something fair to take from that text. But then when you responded like, "Oh, they made a TV show about Clue," is that what we're watching? I thought you were joking. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, or like. The movie Clue, I thought maybe you might have been referring to, which is great. I've never seen it, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, I did ask whether or not, because I was like, I don't think there's a Clue TV show, but he said there is one. And, yeah. But The Good Place. The Good Place. So good. TGP. That'll be fun. So it is over. Um, Did it get canceled or did it actually conclude? It concluded. Yeah. Good for them. It's it's a Michael Schur show, so this, I feel uh, like year, right? Yeah, just this past year. Michael Schur is the creator of The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, so I'm sure if he wanted to make 15 seasons of The Good Place, they would have let him. <laughs> right. It was it was good. It was a good place. Have <laughs> you what have what have you all seen of it? Either one of you. Um, I think I've seen I've seen some of it. I think I may have seen all of the first season, maybe just part of the first season. Okay. And there's I... a, so clarification, there's four seasons of it. Oh. Uh 53 episodes total. And it went from September 2016 to January of 2020. Mm-hmm. So I watched this like probably most uh millennials like when it dropped fully on hulu or whatever <laughs> as a, at a at a time and um i watched the first season my wife and i did and then when the second season dropped she binged it without me like unbeknownst <laughs> to me like, I was like oh <laughs> like oh we we have good place to watch and she's like uh <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of accidentally first and lasted this Oh, she really took her <laughs> vows to heart. She just kind of skipped right over you, huh? <laughs> so oh, you've man. seen like the first season and then just the last season? And I think some of the third, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very confused. Okay. Uh, well, we then we have... That's fun. Cause, so I have definitely seen the first two seasons of this show. Okay. okay. And then I think then it wasn't quite on Hulu. It's on Hulu, right? I think. 
Um, it wasn't streaming yet. And so then I just noticed that whatever it's on, it, the four season appeared recently. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Netflix, it, it might be okay. Hulu also. Oh, okay. Um, but I did see the fourth season, and I was like, oh, I should watch that. So there we go. Here now we go. I won't have Skip to. Right now to I can just end. watch the end. This is great. <laughs> um, so I guess we all kind of know the premise then, right? Yeah. I mean, should we talk about like the season one twist? Well, I mean, we can talk about the season one twist twist after we watch the first episode okay but like if i remember correctly it's essentially the good place is the afterlife Mm -hmm. and if you do good enough based on apparently like a number system i think Mm -hmm. uh, and you score enough points it's basically just karma if you score (laughs) enough points throughout your life you get to go to the good place or you go to the bad place but this is about um What's her name? Um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Kristen Bell. Her character is named Eleanor. I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the good place where Ted is. It Ted Danson? Yeah. Or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which it's is Ted Danson. So great. Where Ted Danson is like the, uh, I don't know, the governor of the new place or something. And yeah, uh, he has a title. I can't remember what it is. Well, hopefully we'll learn what it is. Hmm. And then there's uh god what's his name? So there's like four, five main characters. There's a couple people because mm-hmm. it's Chris and Bell, and then the guy William Harper, William Jackson Harper. He plays Cheaty. Mm, he's awesome. And then uh, Jamila Jamil, she plays Tahani, mm-hmm. and I feel like she's him. Her and William were probably this is like their first big show, right? I don't really remember them from anything else. Yeah, this is probably their biggest thing to to date. It, it it seems like the the stars going in are Kristen Bell and Ted Danson, and then a um, right. bunch of kind of up and coming actors. Right, and then there's Manny Jacinto. I don't know how to say his last name, but he plays Jason Mendoza. He's one of the other main characters, and then the oh the fifth main Jason. character is that girl. Her name's Darcy Carden, and she was in. Uh, um, she was one of the trainers in uh, what's it called, Brooke, no, uh, Alana and Abby. I can't remember Broad City. <laughs> oh, she okay. was in she was in Broad City. So I remember the first time I watched the show, I was like, "Oh, that's that chick from Broad City." Sweet. Um, I had to cross out guys on the piece of paper. I wrote Clue on my piece on my piece of paper that I make my notes on. So I have to cross Clue out <laughs> so I can write a, the good place because I got duped by Joe. A good place. Someone else I'm trying to remember. Oh, Mark Evan Jackson. Who's that dude? He's in just so many things. Um and he he might not be in the first season, actually. (laughs) Well then we might not see him at all. Who knows? he's, He's sort of the antagonist for quite a bit of this. Um, but he's a but he's a bigger a bigger name like if he's a guy like a character actor you'd know him if you saw him. He's in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, of course, your favorite show of all time. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's about the about the afterlife. 
What mm-hmm. I mean, what else is there? What else is there about the good place? I really like Kristen Bell. I think she's great. Um, I think her and uh, mm-hmm. her husband uh, Dax Shepard are, are a Hollywood power couple. They're a dream team for sure. What They're is Dax Shepard like famous for? I that's the thing is like who knows right? He was in a <laughs> he's been in lots what, of stuff. What was um we watched one of his big shows um oh parenthood parenthood okay that's it <laughs> i think he was in something recently that got canceled i think and yeah dax shepherd of parenthood and married to Kristen bell fame <laughs> but he's been in like movies and stuff right yeah i mean the, the so when i think of dax shepherd i think of idiocracy <laughs> the movie (laughs) that's literally what i'm like he was in that i go he was in idiocracy and he was he's married to kristen bell but he's funny whenever i see him on something i'm like he's funny oh man oh i'm wait so neither of you guys have seen the finale of this no No. oh man i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) all right it's a mike (laughs) sure show right so like parks and rec has a good ending the office has a good ending this is going to be yeah. – I expect them to stick the landing here. <laughs> I'm going to – I'm just going to say – I'm going to put this right now. I'm going to put it in my uh, – no, I can't say it now because got we got to wait till we talk about the first episode, I suppose. Uh, well, it is about the good place, so it's about afterlife, so it's not ruining anything. I think this ending is going to be similar <laughs> to Lost. <laughs> so it's, it's like all – will all have uh, been a, a dream? Or no – it it's all lost was real dude lost was uh, everything happened in lost was real but it's all the afterlife ba- basically and they don't i mean they didn't know it they all That's have to like meet they here? all like go to a different place and like meet i'll i'll i'll, I'll uh i'll work out what my theory a lot my lost theory is but yeah, one of my you uh, your theory that they're all dead <laughs> yeah my theories yeah. are all dead they were all dead the whole time um i think that's going to be the first thing we learn about these characters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't panic, but you're dead. Uh, you, you, you're dead. Here is a sloth for Chris and Bell. Oh, yeah, that's right. All oh, right. Well, I mean, Google that video. It's outrageous. Should we see? Let's just let's just see. In in uh 2016 September, how good this first episode was. Maybe it's crappy and we just think it was good. <laughs> um, also, number one, thank you. There's a title. So we'll see you after the first episode of The Good Place called Everything is Fine. Welcome back, assholes. We're back to talk about the first forking episode of The Good Place It's called Everything is Fine. Jimmy, do you have a write-up? I do. Uh, yeah, everything is fine. Uh, focuses on Eleanor Shellstrup, uh, who is Kristen Bell. Uh, and she's a woman who wakes up in the afterlife and is introduced uh, by Ted Danson, who's plays who plays Michael, to The Good Place, a heaven-like utopia he designed in reward for her righteous life. She really she realizes that she was sent there by mistake and must hide her morally imperfect behavior and try to become a better person. The end. 
I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's legitimately everything. The good place is a place. It's the afterlife. It's a place. She realizes. <laughs> it's good. Eleanor finds out she's the wrong Eleanor. She's she's every she's not the person that's supposed to be there in everything but name, mm-hmm. essentially. Okay. And she thinks that everybody is supposed to be there besides her, but then she gets they get apparently they get uh soulmates. They're true mm-hmm. soulmates. And her true soulmate is a guy named Cheaty. And so then at the end she tries to get him to they d- devise the plan for her to like become learn learn morals and ethics and stuff and become a good person so yeah. she like earns her way essentially yeah they're trying to here. figure out what to do about her maybe not being there and they're trying to talk out all the things well maybe you are here maybe it's a test blah blah blah. and then they they conjure up janet who's like this some sort of like afterlife ai kind of magic mm-hmm. being yeah it's like a little um, siri <laughs> yeah did we talk about her in the intro no. Yeah. Well, that's Darcy. No, yeah. 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 So okay. she's the girl. She's the lady that was in um, Broad City. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then they. She decides like I'm not going to the the bad place. I'm just gonna chill here, figure it out. And then she th- she wakes up, and the next day everybody is. Um, well, well, well. So then they go to a they go to a party first. And she's just a jerk, an asshole to everybody. Um, and then the next morning, the whole place is like falling apart. The whole uh, good place neighborhood, There's whatever. A giant uh, cocktail shrimp swimming in the sky. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wearing like a red and or yellow and blue like zoot suits or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get that reference. I thought it maybe it was a Michigan thing because she was wearing like a Michigan law like sweatshirt. Oh, Except red. she was supposed to be like from Arizona. <laughs> She's from Arizona, but the person she took who, whose life oh, they're she's, from afterlife she's taking over was a lawyer, so I assumed mm-hmm. that the that's the other why Eleanor. Okay. She was wearing that stuff. That could be it. So, oh, that could be it. Yeah. She called uh Jahani a giraffe. So there's giraffes running around everywhere. Mm-hmm. She didn't do it this much in this episode, but it's really funny. I find it really fun. There's two things in the show that I find really funny that didn't happen in this episode. One of them is that Eleanor keeps like she like hates Tahani for a lot of it, mm-hmm. at least this first season. And then she, but then when she's like, ah, "I hate you," and then she's like, "You like perfectly chiseled out of stone, bro," like. like bronze goddess like she always like like talks about how hot she is and then how much she hates her at the same time so that's funny and then also um it's more of a thing you have to pay attention to when they're like walking around the town but somebody that writes that one of the writers loves food puns so all of the like shops there's always like there's if there's one food shop it's like a it's a fun it's a it's a fun food food pun Mm. It's good. Nice. Like a like the intro to Bob's Burgers every time. Yeah, but Watch it's like show. the name. Yeah, it's the name of the, the name the, of the store. Whatever the whatever the store is. So it's pretty great. Um so I guess good place. So let's get let's get into ethics and morality. Guys. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about it. How do you feel? How do you feel about Aristotle? I mean, what are what are your guys' uh thoughts Socrates going into the go. show? 
on the afterlife and what happens when you die. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I think it's as presented as in the show. <laughs> well, I, I so I it. really, really what I was thinking, uh, and Joe, you, you'll know this for sure. Cause I think you loved this episode is it, it kind of makes me think of the black mirror San Junipero episode mm-hmm. where instead of like uploading your mind into a computer and living forever, this is just like, be good enough and then you can live forever as yeah like, in, in a, a place time. specially designed for you hmm. does a place uh, uh maybe they're, i mean they're just learning but so like does something like san junipero or the good place does that seem like a thing you want to live for essentially live forever after you die um i don't know i'd give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean, just turn turn it off. Yeah, as long as I could turn it off at some point. That's all these yogurt places, man. (laughs) All these frozen yogurt. I guess maybe I wouldn't get bored of, especially (laughs) something like the Good Place. If it's constantly evolving, if I get bored of yogurt, then like maybe it turns into custard. Hmm. Yeah, and then and then maybe like maybe when it's really hot, it's like froyo or something. Mm Yeah, that was interesting that when Michael was showing her around the town, he said that all the towns are different and, like, they're customized towards what people like. And he said, like, some are warm, some are cold. And I'm like, who wants to live in, like, the cold good place? Like, I don't I don't know that I want to do that. I don't know, man. We're all alive and Weird we live in the cold real place. <laughs> <laughs> but I the want seasons in my afterlife. Mm. Gotta have I mean, seasons. If it's cold, I guess I'm thinking you're dead already. If mm. it's cold, you can't like freeze to death again, right? It's like, in a way, in a way, I feel like maybe your death feelings, like your sense, your death senses, are maybe a little n- numbed. Hmm. In a way, so you just get to like I, enjoy snow, but it's not like it doesn't feel cold. Maybe it feels cold, but it never gets to the point of like death cold. Okay. You know? You're like, oh, I'm a little cold, but that's really <laughs> it. You're never like, you're never like, oh man, fingers are black, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like oh, that God. doesn't happen. Like, yeah, death oops, cold. My Jimmy. fingers are black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And have been playing too many snow games. Fingers are black. Time to cut <laughs> them all off and live a sad, sad mitten life hand. Um, back to the like just morality question. Um, did you guys happen to? see and take note of any of the things on the screen so michael had his little video explaining like hey everyone this is what happened like you you did some good things you do some bad things all of those individual things have a point value and so if you're basically positive by a lot you came here mm-hmm. but he on the screen it was threw up a ton of random scenarios and like their plus and, and minuses and mm-hmm, some of them mm-hmm. were so funny but it goes so fast yeah there's so really many things fast. yeah i mean i know i one of them that i can remember was like you let someone merge in front of you or something like that <laughs> nice plus five oh, yeah and i was I, like oh man I, I lost some points on some of those i bet <laughs> i tried to like take mental note of like the negative ones one of the bigger ones was uh like committing genocide Okay. That was worth oh. a lot of negative points. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'm gonna I gotta keep those points, I guess. 
I would really like to just pause, pause on those screens. Yeah, that's totally what it's made for. I mean, yeah. for the most part, it seems like they only have a good and a bad place. And like, like Eleanor was arguing for, there should be a medium place, right? Right. For like well, most of humanity. Yeah, and Michael was saying that like it's really only like the cream of the crop that make it to the good place. Like the example they were showing was like, I think it was over like a billion points or something like that. Of yeah. like the example person that they were showing. That seems like a lot of good deeds. Right. I wouldn't, I mean, I would say based on that, based on probably the people that you know in real life that you actually think are like really good people probably still don't even make enough points to like get there. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's a great guy. And he's like, nope, bad place. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So there should be a medium. And then her, uh, her Eleanor's like solution to that was Cincinnati. Like if you're just fine, like Cincinnati's just fine. You can live <laughs> your whole like forever in Cincinnati it's just fine. <laughs> I've never been to Cincinnati. I have no I have no concept. Have they, either one of you? I actually have been. I went last fall. I didn't really get to see much of it, but it did seem like kind of fine. There's a there's a tower that I went up that you could see like most of the city from. It was just kind of fine. I mean, if your choices were internal nothingness or <laughs> cincinnati which would you pick uh, i guess i would take cincinnati it was a pretty like overcast day like the the day out that i had in cincinnati too so that fits uh um a kind of an in-between <laughs> wasn't great yeah. weather it wasn't terrible uh fair enough um they also played <laughs> at one point they played a clip of the bad place mm-hmm like they're not allowed to talk because oh, right. they can ask Janet anything. So they were trying to figure out if the bad place was even that bad. And they, and then Chidi was like, can you, can you play, can you sh- talk about the bad place? And Janet was like, no, I can't, but I can play you an audio clip of what's happening there right now. <laughs> and it was just screaming and like awful noises, scraping noises and stuff. It was pretty great. It's a good, it's a good bit. Oh, uh, should we talk about Doug Forsett? <laughs> not not technically a character, but a really fun scenario. Yeah, so so Michael is saying uh explaining that uh, so Eleanor asks like who got it right? Who who got like what happens right? And Michael's saying that basically no one did. Like he says every religion got about 5% or something. And he said except for this guy who was really high one time in the seventies and somebody asked him what he thought the afterlife was like. And he basically went on this like tirade and, and was just Nick nailing it. And now he's like, <laughs> and now he's like the man and he's got his picture up on the wall in the good place. I love that. They, I love that they have his picture up. They're like, God, he almost had it. Like, he's so believe close. It. <laughs> he was nailing it. Uh, that's pretty great. I want to know who that picture is really of. If it's like, that's not Michael Schur, is it? I was wondering. It like it looked like a familiar person, and I couldn't place if it was Michael Schur or someone else. I almost wish it was like Michael Sarah, but it, it's not. <laughs> but that'd be great. I don't want to like ruin anything for myself, just in case. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just looked up Doug for set, and it's like. He is a former a former stoner from Calgary. 
Um, it doesn't tell me who he is. Oh, he's portrayed by Michael McKean. Oh, and Noah Garfinkel. So there's a younger and an older Doug, mm. apparently. <laughs> has a recurring character. Yeah. Yeah, so I assume he shows up in the show then. He must show. Yeah, because it says he's first seen in chapter one photograph. And then it says chapter 35, which this show has 53 episodes. So mm-hmm. he's in apparently chapter 35 in person. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't mention him in in the in-between. He just comes back and you have to remember <laughs> who this guy I mean, is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes and no. I might have a prediction about Doug. And Ooh. so hopefully yeah. I thought, I thought, I mean, in all apparently he's in the show before but i thought they were saving him maybe for the end mm. as like a bookmark a doug bookmark but yeah it's fine i'll keep i'll keep what i wrote and we'll see if i'm right yeah maybe maybe um so i mean all in all what do you else? think about this as a first episode of tv does this suck you in or do you not care about this um i think it's uh it's interesting how they set it up because um like going in you probably know like you've heard you've heard about a little bit about the show and just based on the title of it being the good place you know it's about the afterlife and they totally set up like the first part of it with uh Ellie's like orientation to the good place um just like thinking oh it's like straightforward like this is like a show that's just based in heaven and we'll see what that's like but then like just before the first commercial break they like have the reveal that Eleanor is not supposed to be there um so I feel like that like builds some intrigue into like not just a show about the afterlife but like a show about like a fish out of water in the afterlife <laughs> like someone yeah. who's really not supposed to be there they definitely do a good job of like going this is the problem mm-hmm. you know yeah like you know half you know before yeah before the first break that like oh okay well this is this is what the show is, mm-hmm. you know? I think it's also interesting that, like, you know, in contrast to Michael Schur's previous shows, like The Office or Parks and Rec, like, it wasn't necessarily a self-enclosed adventure in this episode. It was, like, it presents you with the problem, and then by the end of the episode, like, there's still, like, chaos in the good place. Plenty uh, of problems right? still happening. Yeah, yeah. like when Netflix kept playing and like played the beginning of the next episode, like it just picked up like right where episode one left off, uh, which I think is uh, interesting. I wonder if they like they played on the same night according to this. Ah, okay, right. So it was a two two parter intro, but it was there are two different episodes. The, f- the second one's called Flying, mm-hmm. um, but they were both on September nineteenth. Yeah, and and I wonder if some of that is. Uh, if there's a little bit more continuity between episodes with just like an eye towards people are probably going to binge this in the future (laughs) when it ends up on streaming. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty, I feel like the episodes feel like that. Like they probably is a a previously on, but that the episodes pretty seamlessly flow. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like it had a little bit more like this it kind of was like a breath of fresh air a little bit for maybe sitcoms like it felt a little uh it definitely felt super lighthearted even though there was a 
a lot at stake for the main character by the end of the episode but it's just like so silly and then it's just like in the afterlife and they're dead and like most sitcoms are just like uh five adults living in chicago hanging out trying to date people like you know like (laughs) so it's just something a little bit different it's not so it's like just different enough and and definitely full of jokes that i think for the most part do land um and clever that so i liked it and i was like yeah cool and especially watching on netflix i mean i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna let it ride so and I did. I've watched at least two seasons of the show. So. <laughs> I'm super I think it's into a, it. Keep going. It, unless you, like, for some reason, like, hate Kristen Bell or something like that. I guess there's no reason for you to not keep watching, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sure. likable cast. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if, you d- and if you don't like her, then, like, do you not like Ted Danson, you monster? Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, it is really fun to watch him in this because I've still been also watching cheers and it's it's just (laughs) such a different character but right but super fun um which one of you guys wants to break the news of what happens at the end of season one because we all know we know it yeah so before we get into predictions i think one of you needs to spill the beans spoiler alert listeners (laughs) uh we know what happens at the end of season one it's a big deal to the entire show and since we know it we're gonna uh, we should let you know so that when we say our predictions, I don't know if any of your predictions matter because of it, but mm-hmm. we know it. Yeah, I feel like it at least informs where we think the show is going. Like they're they're not right. just like sticking around in the good place. So at least from what I remember, uh, I think it happens at the end of the first season um, that they realize that they're not actually in the good place, that they're actually in the bad place, and that Michael has like built this city in order to try to torture them it's you know everything is a little bit too perfect and it makes them feel um some sort of anxiety about things so in that sense it's it's supposed to like torture them Um, right yeah he's an architect of bad places not good places mm -hmm. and so i forget exactly what happens at the end of that first season they do something where they try to like either break out or reset it um and then everything sort of resets going into season two, I think. Um, but it, it, if I remember, I think that's the end of season one. And it kind of gave me the impression that I guess I was thinking that they probably have some sort of twist or reset at the end of each season. Yeah, possibly. But I mean, basically, what at least what we know is what we watched for most of the first season definitely wasn't all true. Mm-hmm. And that this show can kind of go anywhere. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Right. So there's that with that, uh, we can get into predictions and I don't necessarily think any of mine really bet like matter to that, to that part mm-hmm. of how it could be good, bad or what they're doing, mm-hmm. except for possibly one. Uh, my first one is that I, th- I think that Doug Forsett is in the episode. I thought we meet him in this last one, even though apparently now we meet him, in episode like 35 between yeah uh but i think doug is around i'm not going to say the real live one because i assume everyone's dead but sure (laughs) doug for set not the picture is in this episode um number two uh i think eleanor comes back to life at the end of this show 
Mm-hmm. And I think she comes back to life from where she died. So I think she like gets teleported back to that like parking lot and like dodges the the grocery carts that pushed her into the road that when she got hit by a, a billboard truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's that's what happens. She comes back to life in that parking lot. Uh, number three, I think there's a blimp because I'm going. That's that's my octopus monster of the season. There's a blimp. <laughs> Um, and then my fourth one is I feel like they mention, they allude, there's an allusion or a mention towards Lost. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it does feel a little Losty. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like it, they can make a good Lost joke and I think they're going to take the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Did you see in the like production notes on the wiki page that he, um, talked to Who's that he? guy? The- Michael, Michael Schur, like before he, he talked to the lost the guy, like, yeah, like J.J. Abrams. Um, no, hold on. <laughs> the guy um, who plays the main character, the co-creator was Damon Lindelof. Lindelof. Okay. Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah, he's he took him to lunch, and he was like, "I imagine that this is." Imagine this going in the lost way with cliffhangers and future storylines. And then after talking to him, decided he wasn't going to do that. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, like lost didn't do that part very well. You know, like that part of lost wasn't done very well. Mm-hmm. If, if, uh, if a cliffhangery super like asking questions, like are proposing more and more questions as the seasons go on in a way, but like, you know, solving some and then asking more like you know you solve one you ask two that mm-hmm. kind of thing kind of like lost did mm-hmm. but if they did it in a, a a good way where it made sense you could follow it and at, by the end everything was answered and it was in this like comical setting like this that could be amazing but yeah it could be I'd watch it that's a lot of work it's mm-hmm. called pie world <laughs> yeah it's called pie world <laughs> all right uh, well, those are mine. So, who's up? I can go. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, I have seen this. I don't remember how long ago it was, but I guess it couldn't have been that long ago because it just ended this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, mine are well, somewhat arbitrary. This, this year's been about a decade long. Yeah. So. <laughs> God, at least. Um, so, Cheedy throughout this episode, so he's a, his deal is he was a moral ethicist. And so, basically, every like all this bad stuff that he's hearing that Eleanor did and hearing what she's currently doing, calling people assholes because they can't swear in the good place. Um, everything like bad gives him a stomach ache and he keeps saying that he has a stomach ache. Um, and I think in this finale, Chidi doesn't have a stomach ache. <laughs> it Does doesn't get a stomach, stomach ache. ache. Yeah. Okay. I think Eleanor doesn't say fork. Okay. I'm just trying to go opposite of what the obvious things for me could be. <laughs> I think, uh, and then I just have two totally arbitrary. I think someone wears a top hat, and someone gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Those are my four. Nice, cool. Jimmy, don't you hate it? Don't you hate thumbs ups? I feel like one time I realized that you don't like it when people give you thumbs up. I mean, I feel like it's often not actually intending you it's not like genuine good upon you (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I actually funny fun fact is like, I think yeah thumbs uh, up yeah. I I'm not <laughs> much for butthole. I'm not much <laughs> I'm not much for a road rage in general I, that that's not really my thing, but when people do bad things uh I just give them a thumbs up yeah, sarcastic thumbs <laughs> when up. I drive like, yeah, you're, you're doing a great what, job <laughs> yeah I just go like good job everybody way <laughs> to go like saying. I don't yeah yeah flicking and flicking someone off isn't ever gonna do anybody yeah any it's good. a little too like, easy. It's too much, but like <laughs> if you do that, you do that. You give someone a thumbs up, and for a minute they're like, "Ha ha!" and they're like, "Wait a minute! There's no way I did anything good just now." <laughs> okay, that is pretty fun. Makes makes them think. But that's exactly why I don't like receiving a thumbs up. Okay, Joe, Joe, your turn. <laughs> good predictions, Jimmy. Um, you son of a bitch. Similar to what Josh had about uh, Eleanor coming back to life, I have that all four of the main characters come back to life. Um, mm. of or all four of the dead people that we have come back to life. I mean, I guess it would be pretty weird if only she came back to life. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I think they're all being put through some sort of test, and then once they've learned their lesson, now mm. they c- get to come back to life and live better lives or something. I'm gonna switch my predictions to number one: mm. Eleanor comes back to life. Number two: Chidi comes back to life. Number three: <laughs> comes back to life. Um. Uh, so Michael's played by Ted Danson, uh, who is also, uh, in Cheers, a long running NBC show. Uh, the very last scene in Cheers, uh, Ted Danson's closing down the bar and a guy comes and knocks and he says, sorry, we're closed. Um, so it seems like something that would fit into this show. So I think Michael ends up saying, sorry, we're closed at some point, um, in this finale, maybe he's shutting down the city or something. That would would be, be nice. That'd be great. Yeah, just an interesting callback. Maybe he ends up working at a bar. <laughs> uh, it's a prequel. Um, I think we get to see the actual good place. Um, and maybe that happens at some point throughout the show. But I think in this finale, we get to see the real good place for like what it actually is. Or at least the version of it. Um, and then I think uh, after Ellie comes back to life, she goes to law school. Because... She decides that, um, like the other Eleanor Shellstrop, she could do some good by getting a law degree and helping people out. Okay. That's a, a All right. high aspirations for Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> she can do it. She really yeah, she herself around. Decides to go to law school, and then, like, after a week, she's like, actually, this is hard. I'm just going to be a better person. <laughs> I'm just going to be nice yeah, to people. Easy. It's easier just to give them a thumbs up than to learn law. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's right. Okay. Well, hey, let's get into this last episode. It's called Whenever You Are Ready. Let's fork and watch it. We'll see you after that. And we're back, you fork and forkers, from the last episode of The Good Place called Whenever you're ready and uh jimmy do you have a write-up i do it's a it's a little bit long is that cool a lot only yeah covers everything i feel like i missed things so yeah explain it to me (laughs) okay cool (laughs) after some time the afterlife system designed by michael and the four humans is working smoothly jason is the first group member to realize he's ready to move on from the good place He throws a going-away party and makes a necklace for Janet to remember him. Janet, 
leads Jason to a door in the woods walking through will allow him to leave. Jason loses the necklace and apologizes for it, but Janet forgives him and leaves Jason to walk through on his own. Tahani completes her afterlife goals, including spending time with her family, and realizes she is ready to move on. However, she does not want to pass through the door and instead asks to become an architect. Michael arranges for her to work her way through the ranks and earn her place. Eleanor suspects that Chidi is ready to leave and panics. To get him to stay, she takes him to Athens and Paris, which, have, which both have uh, significance to him. Chidi realizes what Eleanor is doing, and Eleanor confesses she's afraid of being abandoned. Chidi agrees to stay. However, at dinner, Eleanor recalls what we do to each other, book, and realizes she is creating selfish, unjustifiable rules to keep Chidi there. She allows him to leave. After one last night with Eleanor, Chidi follows Janet to the door and walks through. Jason suddenly appears, having found the necklace in his pocket. He explains he waited for almost a thousand infinities for Janet to return by living peacefully in the woods, almost like a monk, which is a fun callback to the first episode that Jason doesn't remember. Uh, after giving Janet the necklace, Jason walks through the door. Michael and Eleanor struggle to find fulfillment, and Eleanor visits Mindy St. Clair and convinces her to enter the new afterlife system under Tahini's oversight. Tahani. Tahini's like a sort of <laughs> drink. <laughs> uh, anyway. However, despite this, she is still not ready to move on. Michael tries to use the door, but since he is not human, it does not work. Eleanor persuades the judge, uh, Maya Rudolph, to make Michael human, allowing him to live on Earth and eventually enter the afterlife system. Eleanor is finally ready to leave. She walks through the door and becomes a series of sparks in the sky. One spark drifts down to a man on Earth who decides to return a wrongly delivered letter to Michael, and Michael thanks the man and tells him to take it sleazy. Hell yeah, take it sleazy. <laughs> is that I think that is that like on a shirt uh, that, that like someone's wearing during this show at some point or something? I mean, I feel like Eleanor probably said it at some point in the show, and yeah. I'm assuming that's why that's a thing. Sounds like an Eleanor statement for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, to me at least. Um, yeah, I mean, so this sh- it, this last episode kind of just had all four of I mean five main characters Jason Tahini Chidi Michael and Eleanor all like moving on to mm-hmm. a different spot Janet's just a AI robot so she has to stay behind because she can't go anywhere yeah. I guess it's like instead of like all of the friends leaving an apartment it's like all of the friends leaving the afterlife yeah right and it seems like, yeah, they definitely created some sort of, like, fair and balanced afterlife where people can, like, take a, essentially, like, a test to, like, get in instead of point system and whatnot. And all of the representatives of the bad place, Maya Rudolph, the bad place guy, and the good place people all, like, meet and, like, kind of mm-hmm. run it together. Yeah, they have a little At council. Least- you know, a little council of the deads or something instead of being like verses. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, so then there's the door. I was wondering this whole time 
if we knew what the door was because like i don't know what this fucking door is sorry forking door is uh i think they said at one point that it, it just like dissolves you and sends you back into the universe as like basically kind of a rein like not a reincarnation you're more like matter but okay because like right at the end i forget i think it might have been janet who like basically explicitly said like nobody really knows what happens when you go through the door right Mm -hmm. i i kind of took it my like yeah my my thought was yeah they're probably it's probably just reincarnation right (laughs) I mean, Eleanor was just sparks of of light, and like one spark landed on this dude, and that seemed to make him make a like a, a ethically good choice. Mm-hmm. One time. Oh, that. Oh, that's what we got out of that last scene. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think Eleanor became that guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't think that either. I didn't yeah. think. I didn't even think. I didn't think much <clears throat> of the transference of anything. I literally just went. No, nah, that's how you change scenes creatively oh <laughs> like yeah she well, went th- it, it's yeah i think it's that that we see the like little ball of light like land on his shoulder and he does something good is even though it's just like passing on like junk mail <laughs> um yeah. but then there's that part where chidi is talking about um i think it's like a buddhist representation of death that like when you see a wave in the ocean uh, like has form and it like you know that it's there but then when it crashes on to the shore it disappears and it's returned like it, its elements are returned back to the water and that's kind of how they view death and is that you just like you no longer exist but like your elements are still there and it's returned back to uh like the universe so i think that's what they're trying to get at with like the points of light is that you they you return your essence and it disperses and it goes back into the pool of humanity. Yeah. Love it. It's very like existential of this uh show, right? Yeah. I mean, that's this whole show. <laughs> I mean, it is. It just seems like this was like an actual like real like almost like that that second and that doing it was like actually a real question of thinking about where you go and what happens Mm -hmm. where the rest of the show is like jokes about how eleanor can't swear you know and like food puns Mm -hmm. yeah it is interesting that they you know they're they're already addressing the afterlife and like this is kind of addressing like the after afterlife (laughs) yeah like okay yeah you go to this place and you spend an eternity there but then what happens (laughs) but they choose it you know i think that there's mm-hmm. something different about that i'm it's weird to be right done. that's weird right just choose just choose to be done i thought it was interesting when so like one thing that we probably didn't mention was that like chidi and um chidi and eleanor are like a happy couple now um, oh yeah from their uh you know, contentious beginnings. But um, so there comes a point where Chidi is ready to go. And like, so he has to like leave Eleanor behind. But there's part of me that was kind of like, well, like, why doesn't he just wait until they're both ready to go? Like, is it so bad for him to just like keep hanging out, even though he's not feeling like hanging out? It's mm. weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
right? It's odd. It seems like if he was having such a good time with Eleanor and they were really in love, just even like Jason, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you, so you're just, I'm done. Yeah, I love you, but nah, I'm done. I'm going to go. Yeah. It almost se- it seems like a paradox within itself. Uh, according to the some sort of wiki on the on the good place, the last door, which is what that is, is present for those who feel content and satisfied and are ready to end their existences. That's mm-hmm. all. That's what it kind of says. So, yeah, it sounds I great. Was, yeah, <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. it just seems. Yeah, it just seems weird if you have like a soulmate or something like those two had like Mm -hmm. Chidi and Jason it seems weird to do it alone whereas I mean for Jason I guess it makes sense because Janet could never go through the door Mm -hmm. like the door doesn't work on Janet Mm -hmm. but with like Chidi and Eleanor it's like why would why not go through the door together yeah like yeah is it so bad to just hang out with Eleanor then Mm -hmm. just wait I mean you've already been there an eternity what's another eternity (laughs) right (laughs) Yeah, time doesn't matter too much for them. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it felt it felt uh, it felt like it was a bunch of had like a bunch of warm feelings, and it was it was probably maybe satisfying for uh, people that have watched the whole series. I don't feel like this was like a shitty ending by any means. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I thought I thought they did a great job wrapping up like each individual character like that's what you want and especially the cheaty eleanor vibes mm-hmm. yeah they they did a good job of uh like pacing it too i think like they got rid of jason and then they got rid of tahini and then they spent a little bit more time on the other two and then they gave michael his like human spot as well and ted danson was fantastic like being a giddy human <laughs> and whatnot so yeah yeah i, I mean, I mean were you gonna, gonna say, say it was not as funny <laughs> as uh, the first episode i mean there's less jokes but it was an interesting place to bring it where like i think all three of us were predicting or not all three because jimmy had seen it but um we were kind of predicting that somehow they end up back at earth and like eleanor gets to live her life again Right. Um, which would have like with this, like with her just like turning into like spirit vapor, that's much more final <laughs> than like what we were picturing of like, she somehow gets to live again and like continues on a life. Right. I guess, I guess uh, maybe I'm too used to shows that want to keep going even when they're supposed to be done mm-hmm. and her coming back, her going back and being a person, uh, like a living human again, mm-hmm. would very much be like a "we're good." But if we want five seasons and a movie, we got a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or even like to just like tell, make the comfort the viewer to say that you know things can go on, and like even though these characters, even though the show is over, like the characters go on. But this was very much like. No, it's over. And, like, they're choosing to just be done. And sometimes things just need to be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm like always appreciative. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm always appreciative of people that actually finish something, you know? Mm-hmm. And not just, like, well, we're going to give you a question mark just in case we can come back or, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I wrote a thing. It's done. This is it. Mm-hmm. 
We literally no. don't exist. They could just do a spin-off of Tahani's uh architect architecting. Yeah. What do you call it? What an architect does. <laughs> architecting. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, some interesting ideas there about like we literally got to see what the end of eternity looks like and that like uh, the feeling they they talked a lot about the feeling of like when you know it's time to be done um like i think jason described it as like when you're like when you just pulled out some jalapeno poppers and you're not sure if it's the right temperature if it's going to be too hot but then you bite in and it's the perfect temperature oh, i feel like i i'll be honest i feel like i really connected with that yeah like i <laughs> Uh, every American did. Yeah, that felt right. <laughs> uh, for you Canadian listeners, it's like when you uh, scoop up your first bit of poutine and you're like, God, this is hot. And then you throw it in your mouth and you're like, perfect temperature. That's yeah, what it's like. Your first bag of milk. <laughs> and you think that milk's going to be really hot, but you realize yeah. oh, it's, been in the fr- it's been in the fridge all day. This is cold, great milk. <laughs> For you Minnesotans out there, it's like when you bite into a Juicy Lucy and it only kind of scalds your mouth. Yeah, no matter <laughs> what. Kinda, only a little bit shoots all over your chin yeah. and body. <laughs> you only lose taste for like two days. That's what it's like. <laughs> um, For you Lushes out there, it's like when you pick up that empty bottle of wine and for some reason you just decide to pour it into the cup and you get that half more cup of wine. And you're like, shit, great. Yeah, like <laughs> four and a half glasses out of this bottle. Woo-hoo, lucky <laughs> me. Also, should I be concerned that I'm a witch? <laughs> the answer is yes. You should, and you are a witch, but that's okay. Yeah, all, all all witches go to heaven. Jesus filled up some jugs, right? He like turned some water into wine. Oh, yeah. he was all about. He was the all liquid about was there. The wine. Hmm. Um. So. I mean, all of us have seen a lot of this show, but none of us have seen all of this show. That's so <laughs> does so does this does this push any of us more into the we should finish what we started, or are we good? I think I'm in. I need a thing. Yeah, uh, you know, I had some spooky month, and then now I'm. I, I got to find something else to watch or look at other than like election projections <laughs> oof <laughs> um so each season of this is only 13 episodes i think right yeah they're short at like 23 man minutes a pop you can you can burn right through this and then go straight into shit's creek cuz that's also on netflix mhm It'll just Guys? alternate huh? back and forth. Guys, actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Never. I'm for it. Um, Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm... You're to just I'm, do it now. <laughs> I, I'm, cl- I'm close. When we when we went into, we went into the, uh, Netflix, my Netflix told me that I had watched a significant portion of season three as well. So like I really only have like season four left, yeah, and really that's just for me to understand what the hell is going on in the last episode with how they built like a a new afterlife system and it seems to be working very well. So yeah, you know, 
cards on the some. table. This is not the episode that I was remembering at all when I was thinking of the last episode. <laughs> There's some other like bonkers stuff that goes on in this last season. <laughs> that's super fun. And Jason, I can never say it. Mon Monsukis? No. Mm-hmm. Is that is that it? Did I do it? I mean, that's how Ish. I imagine. Wait, what it. are we saying? So there was a there was a hot second, and I already forgot her name. Cindy St. Clair. Is that right? Something St. Clair. Am Michelle? Megan? I don't know. Maybe. Keep going. I I read it in the thing. Anyway, um, the lady that Eleanor helps. Yep. Mindy St. Clair. Mindy. Not Cindy. Um, she Her deal, do you remember her? I think she's in the second, first or second season. She's like in, in like a middle place, but like she's by herself. She's kind of in the medium place. In a yeah. neutral place but and then she has like her janet but it's a it's a guy and it's jason monsukis right and he's in this episode for just a hot second and he's just like this weird like corporeal being like just a head that's like floating because whenever mindy doesn't like her like him like something that he's done she can just like reboot him and she's done it so many times that he's just a floating head but he's he's in this show a lot in the last season and it's just hilarious as you would assume he's he's always funny in things he's in he's in this obviously he's in the league too right yep for a little bit um god i can't Parks even remember Rack. Yeah. Brooklyn okay. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. In Parks and Rec, he's the uh, he's the he's the perfume guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, Joe. I think I've sent it to you. I think I, this is like over a year ago now. It's like Jason Mansukis and somebody else, Paul Shear, maybe, and they're on some like. Oh yeah. They're on some like. The, like Chicago. Oh, access. I just. What I is just that found his name. <sighs> yeah, it's like the Chris Andy Chris some... Chris Gethard, right? Chris is that Gethard what you're talking show. about? Yeah, he's on the Chris Gethard show, and they're doing a thing about what's in the box or something like that. It's but it's a giant, it's this a giant a trash can dumpster, and they're trying to the whole 45 minute episode of the show. They're trying to guess like what's in the what's in the trash can by mm-hmm. guessing, but they just kind of like take over the whole show. And you can tell that it like really gets away from Chris Gethard and it's really funny. And it's, it's, I don't know why, but it like, I thought it was one of the funniest things I had seen probably in like months when I watched it. (laughs) And I don't even want to say like what's in it or anything because anyone's listening to this and hasn't seen it. Like just search on YouTube, Paul Shear, Jason Muzet, I don't know how to say his name, Manzukis, (laughs) Manzukis, and Chris Gethard and just like some. you'll figure it out it's so good i thought about that episode of that show the other day and thought i should rewatch that yeah i'm i might have to rewatch it now after we get done recording (laughs) because it's so funny it's so funny um so that's my that's my recommendation for the week we're starting those now i guess so that's all right go watch that if you don't want to watch the good place walk take 45 minutes and watch this episode of the Chris Gethard show. It's on YouTube. Um, 
Should we get into our predictions to to finish our night off here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll go. I did. I went mine first, so I'll do mine first again. My number one is we meet. Well, I said we meet, but like Doug Forsett is in the show. We met Doug Forsett in this mm-hmm. episode. He was in yeah. it. Yeah. The actual dude from the painting. <laughs> uh, apparently, he also went through the door. They mentioned that in this. Oh, yeah. Um. And then I got no other points, but my other ones were Eleanor comes back to life from when, uh, at the same time when she died. So that obviously didn't happen. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess yeah, technically it might Michael have. Did. We don't know what we don't know what the door does, but we don't think that's what it does. Um, I thought we would see a blimp. I did not see a blimp. Did no. you guys see a blimp? No. Um, and then I said they would make a a lost reference or mention lost. And I didn't catch. I was like, it was ripe. It was ripe for a loss, <laughs> man, for, but I I didn't catch one. I didn't either, unfortunately. But I will take my one point. All right. Um, did I go next? Uh, I think I have one as well. I just said Chi doesn't have a stomach ache, and he's like, apparently his deal now is he like a he's like a well-adjusted. Uh, human being in the afterlife. Um, yeah, what a deal to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then I had that Eleanor doesn't say fork, and she totally did, even though she totally swore several times in this episode. So, like, she it seems like she doesn't have to say fork anymore. She just is still doing it, which is pretty fun. <laughs> um, didn't see any top hats, and thankfully did not see any thumbs ups. Thumb, thumb ups, thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Heads up, seven up. <laughs> One point for me. One point. Um, Joe? I don't think I had anything. Uh, because I had that the forbearing characters come back to life. They dissolved. Um, <laughs> I said that Michael says sorry, we're closed, which I felt like we were close at points, but didn't. Um, we get to see the actual good place, which I don't think what we were seeing was the good place. I don't think there is a good place anymore. Is there? Is it just? Yeah, I feel like it was. Uh, mm. I feel it's like it was say. not technically the good place and not the bad place because obviously everybody in both and also the judge were all like working together. Yeah, I think it was like a, a complete. Now. It was they they made a different thing. Mm-hmm. It seemed good though because people yeah. had to like. Yeah, it was w- a good place. I want to give you. <laughs> I want to give. I want to give you half a point for that if okay. Jimmy will allow it. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it seems like wherever the main characters were hanging out was like the best place. It's the place you want to be. <laughs> yeah, because right? you just That's can true. manifest anything. Yeah, but um, it's not the good place as I think we were supposed to know it in the first episode. Yeah. Well, while we're there, Jimmy, can you explain the uh what's a barami? It's like a measure of time. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if a barami is like one lifetime uh-huh. or it's definitely more than like a calendar year. In the in the uh write-up, the person's like called it a one bear me and eternity but that seems really long it's, uh <laughs> but i but so to me it seems like it was more one lifetime and it's definitely referencing 
something somewhere. Might have been in the season I did not see. Okay. So, yeah, you didn't know the reference either. Hmm. Yeah. Something I'll watch for. <laughs> um, And then, yeah, my last one is that Eleanor goes to law school, which she did not. Although it seems like she learned a lot about ethics and philosophy. She's kind of bragging about how good she was at ethics. Mm-hmm. Real braggy, braggadocious. <laughs> so, point 0.5, Joe? Point 0.5. All right, on Just the board. credit for showing up. Yeah, you way wanna, to go. Do you want to hear what the fandom says about a Baramy? Yeah. yeah. In, in the afterlife, time moves in a Jeremy Baramy, as explained by Michael <laughs> in an episode of the same name. This means that time moves along Earth's timeline as if it were... The cursive English word Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> the dot over the I in Jeremy Baramy is an isolated point on the timeline which contains Tuesdays, July, and occasionally the time moment where nothing never occurs. So I hope that's in clear. All, in all fairness, <laughs> okay. I did see I did see at some point there was things in cursive, like she had a Jeremy Baramy calendar. And mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. quite re- read what it was. I was like, Jeremy, what? Yeah, I couldn't I figure it out. See what that said, yeah. So I now I know that all the things we saw in cursive this whole episode said Jeremy Baramy. Mm-hmm. Also, can we take a step for a second to know that there's like children that are born or that are in like middle school and probably high school right now that just won't be able to read cursive because <laughs> they just don't teach it anymore. Like they just teach they kids know? how to, I think they just, I think they kind of just teach kids like how to sign their name and emojis. Like that's, yeah. I don't think there's <laughs> like a, I don't think they do like cursive stuff like as much as they used to. <laughs> In all fairness, it's generally useless except for signing your name, but you should also like know how to read it. Right. Yeah. They told us it'd be faster when we were kids, but I don't know if that's true. Well, like it's not lie. faster. It, it's not faster for anybody else trying to read your cursive. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people like, uh, sorry, like Jimmy, for instance, he, when he just writes things out, it's barely legible. For <laughs> yeah, maybe I should try cursive. Maybe it'd be more legible. <laughs> I, well, I was going. Maybe I was we going spent with so much time. I was going with your cursive was going to be far worse than your your print. Who's to say? But I mean, we Who's could say you could you could write a couple of sentences in print and cursive. And we could we could say, Jimmy, I never <laughs> learned to read. OK, well, that's going to be an issue. Ask your doctor wife to teach you how to read and then we'll get back <laughs> to you next week because we're Don't done with this episode. have historically bad handwriting. Yeah, they do. Actually. Bad, My wife has bad cursive handwriting, bad cursive I, writing. Ah. Why would you be well, writing actually, they, your prescriptions in cursive? That seems dangerous. Doctors are. I don't doctors think are. That's how they they're do. They're dangerous. It. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah, doctors have. People. They're dangerous people. Your wife's dangerous. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of First and Last. Uh, we like the good place, so should you. Watch it. Tell us what you think about it. And if you want to, you can hit us up at F and L Podcast on the Twitters or on the Gmails. Uh, pretty confident that you can listen to this podcast on every type of uh, app or whatever that's out there. If you find one we're not on, uh, look for us on another one. But you're already listening to us, so you figured it out. Good job. Subscribe in go. five stars. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
Chidi is reading Dan Brown, <laughs> The Da Vinci Code, and he's like, I got a new thing. Garbage books. 